the promise that I issue to you is that by one o'clock today, you will know more than you do now. LBC 97.3 Mystery Hour with James O'Brien. Four minutes after 12. You probably do what I do in the course of an average day. You will encounter at least two or three things that have you completely completely befuddled, baffled, confused. You look at the... Um, uh, thing in front of you. Sometimes it could be a sign or a piece of architecture or it might be something that somebody else does or someone else might say something and a little question mark appears in your well, frontal cortex or whatever part of the brain deals with question marks and you think to yourself, I, I don't know. Why does that happen? Who Who's responsible for that? Where does that come from? What? Why? Where? When? Whither? Who? Whence? perhaps even the odd wherefore. This is your weekly opportunity to achieve satisfaction. I should probably start phrasing that somewhat differently. The point is this. If you ring 0845 6060 in the course of the next 50, 54 minutes or so and pose your question, you will almost certainly get an answer to it. And a, a correct answer, I should stress. That's how it works. Um, you don't have to join in. I sometimes wish I didn't have to. This is the one hour of the week. I, I sometimes wish I didn't have to join in. I could just sit back and enjoy what you do, because, of course, you have to ring in with an answer if you hear somebody else ask a question to which you know the answer. That's pretty much it. The only reason why your question won't be included is if it's dull or repetitious, and I'm afraid that the management's decision is final on that. So if you push them, they will actually say to you, I'm very sorry, that's just a bit boring. But they try not to because they're much nicer than me. If I was answering the phones, I'd say, no, boring, bye. But they try not to because they're much nicer than me. So they, they answer the phone and they go, oh, well, I don't know if... Ja-. And then you go, oh, please. And they go, so eventually you push the producer into a position where she has to go, I'm really sorry, that's very boring, goodbye. I often tell her, don't waste all the time being polite. Just go, boring, bye, next. Because there's a lot of calls to get through. But that's why. So don't, you know, make a nuisance of yourself. 0845 I think that's it, really. I don't think you need it. I mean, I've, we're loaded up with questions already. Normally, I spend a little bit longer explaining and introducing, but I guess the best way to explain how this works, if you're not familiar with it, is to uh, show you. Martin's in Tottenham. Martin, what's your question? Hello, James. Hello, Martin. Oh, I'm feeling a bit nervous, actually, because you've got a habit of making me feel stupid. But no, it's, it's, uh, hopefully well, this question's good enough. Is it only me that can do that, Martin? <laughs> Probably not, actually. <laughs> I was watching Walking Dead the other day. Um, yeah. And the kid gets shot, and he's getting a blood transfusion from his dad, Rick Grimes. And I thought, why can't his mum do it? Surely mums have the same blood type as their kid, but that's not always true. So if a baby develops in its mum's belly and gets its blood from its mum, why doesn't why don't all kids have the same blood type as their mum? Are you serious? You don't know the answer to this? Ah, uh, no. Are you, you're winding me up. Is it that easy? <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea. I think it's a brilliant question. If it turns out. Yeah. To- <laughs> If it turns out to be a daft question, then we will go down together, Martin. Daft okay. to the end. Oh, I love it. Nice one. I've, I've not got into that. Is, it, is that the one with Andrew Lincoln in it? Uh, yeah, the guy who's in Teachers. Yeah, and This Life. Is it really good? It is. It is. I love Game of Thrones, but now that's started to take over, I think. R- really? I see, I've, I've yeah. got to get into it. We used to say box sets, but we all watch them now on, on Netflix or digital download. I've got to, I need a couple more for my list. I'll put The Walking Dead down, actually. There's no way I'm going to get Game of Thrones past Mrs. O'Brien. Absolutely no way at all. Um, Martin, you're on. I like that. Blood types. Because we presume that it's the mother's blood pumping through the baby prior to the cutting of the umbilical cord, how can a baby have... A different blood type from a mother. Andy's in Mill Hill. Andy, question or answer? Good afternoon. No question, please, mate. Yeah, go on. Um, 
In, well, near Mill Hill, you've got Five Ways Corner where the A41 joins the A1 and you've got the uh, junction to the M1 going above. Yeah, you might there's as well be speaking Chinese, Andy. I just I cut to the chase. I don't care about the roads. There's, there's um, a sort of statues of big cats in the area, like pumas and, and the rest of them. Um, sort of about four or five, all on sort of stilts. And I can't work out why. You see them from the A41, do you? A41 and the A1 okay. at Five Ways Corner. No, I yeah. like that. Someone will know that. I, I generally, that's the sort of question I don't like, but I like cats. So in, the, in this case, I like big cats. And I saw a leopard on safari. I must tell you that story one day. But I, I, I'll make an exception in this case. Roads, any road or car-based question normally goes straight in the dull pile. But uh, for some reason, that one squeezed through, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy that it did. Uh, Raymond, the second Raymond of the day. This one's in Soho. Raymond, what would you like to say? Hello, James. Hello, um, James. You know, we hear all the time about the ice caps are melting at an alarming rate. Yes. Yeah, what happens if well, they all melt? Will we have any land left to stand on, or will, do you think we'll be up to a neck in water? So if, if all the ice in the world melts... Yeah. ...what would happen? Yeah, how much would... Would we have any land left, or would it be like Waterworld? I, I quite like that question, but the only... Just having a think... Because they've never melted before, have they? Not all of no, them. No, but why wouldn't... What is now ice just be water? What, what makes you th- think that there'd be because, more water in the world? Because the ice is coming out, sticking out of the... What's the name? Uh, the, uh, you know, it's above, isn't it? Like, it's... I don't know, hundreds of feet high, some of these Yeah, but ice takes... Ah, uh, yeah, true, but not much. I mean, ice takes well, up more space than water, doesn't it? It expands as it freezes. Uh, I don't know. It puzzles me, because... It, no, it puzzles uh, me as well, but I just want to frame the question in a way that doesn't sound like that we're... We've been staying up a bit late as undergraduates, if you see what I mean. Yeah. What would happen, Ray- Raymond? What would happen yeah. if, like, all the ice in the world melted, man? Like, all well, they of it say it's it. melting very quickly. They're, 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 I think they're worried about it, but they don't sound like they're too worried. But I think people are concerned. Well, they will be now, thanks to you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else was happy until Raymond got on the radio, yeah. going about yeah. their business. Oh, there's no point having lunch. We're all going to drown. <laughs> That's you sound like, like my wife. She says the same thing. You make me feel more fed up. <laughs> Good man. Thank you, Raymond. Uh, if you can answer that or, or the uh, original question about blood types, that was nice. Um, so what have we got? Blood, t- blood types and ice caps. There you go. Gives you an idea of the diversity of the issue. And the cats on the A1 as well. Uh, Rob is in Farnham. Rob, question or answer? Uh, question, please, James. Yes. I'm just getting over man flu. Oh, um, oh my commiserations. Yeah, which, as you know, is worse than any... No disease, absolutely. <laughs> so my question is, why can't I taste anything? Why, why can't we taste anything when we get a cold or flu? I know this. Ah. Well, I think I know it. I don't know if you'll take it as an answer. Seven-year-olds are taking medicine at the moment. She hates it. So when I was at boarding school, we had to finish our meals. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it included eggs that sometimes really were not fit for human consumption. But if you didn't eat your egg, you weren't allowed to leave the breakfast hall. So either you would give James Dudfield 50p to eat it for you, but even he had a limit on how many eggs he could actually eat in the course of a breakfast, or you'd hide it down the back of the old Victorian radiators, but they got quite wise to that. If you actually were left with no choice whatsoever but to eat your honking egg, if you hold your nose, your sense of taste almost entirely disappears, which is Uh. what I've just taught my seven-year-old that so that she can get this grim medicine down her neck without retching or bursting into tears. And that is why you don't have a sense of taste when you've got a cough. Oh, I have heard that. Yeah. But then... Oh. But then... (laughs) (laughs) You did surprise me then, but then, when you take some Sudafed, or other ones are available, (laughs) um, and clear your nose, 
still can't taste. Really? Yeah. You've probably still got a... Well, all right, I'll stop trying to... I'm not sure that's true. But it's I, definitely I, I linked thought, to your nose, your sense of taste, and, and, and mm, it's ear, nose, and throat surgeons, isn't it? It could be, because it? it's in flames still. Yeah, yeah well, it's got mucus all over it. I thought I'd treat myself with a curry um, to cheer myself up. And, and to I, sweat it, it and to sweat it out as well, Rob. Yeah, and I couldn't taste anything. It's worked before. It's cured the cold, but Nothing I couldn't good. enjoy it because I couldn't taste it. Oh, man. And I thought, wasted calories. And that's where the question comes from. I mean, mate, I'm sorry. Not only have you suffered from man flu, but you've had a disappointing curry this week. Oh, there is nothing more disappointing than that. Oh, mate, that's terrible. (laughs) I am feeling sorry for myself. (sighs) I mean, mean, we we had a lot of very moving and and poignant calls yesterday. I don't know if you were listening, but but your pain, Rob, I, 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 I... It was almost communicated over the radio. Man flu and a disappointing curry. Yes. And there's, um... Every man will uh, Nose. understand with that. I'm with you. I'm with you. I really yeah. am. Let's all stand together. Nose and taste. What's that? I think I've nailed it. Why can't you taste stuff when you've got a cold? But you can add to that, and we'll share the round of applause. What are the big cats that you can see from the A41A1? Uh, why don't babies and mums have the same blood type? And what was the second question? It'll come to me. V. And, and, yeah, what would happen if all the ice in the world melted? What would actually happen? Someone must know that. It's not that complicated a question. V is in Edgware. V, question or answer? It's a question, James. Hello, yes. James. Hello, V. On a deck of playing cards, and I asked this because I played cards last night. Yes. On the picture cards, the jacks, if we look at the jacks, two of the faces are facing to the right, two of them are facing to the left. Yeah. If I look at the queens, three of them are facing front. Actually, sorry, four of them are facing front. <laughs> And if you look at the kings, yeah. three of them are facing front and one of them is facing to the left. Right. Why have they been drawn like this and what, what does that mean? Wh- which one is facing to the left? Can you remember? On the, que- on the kings, kings, it is the king of diamonds. Diamonds. It, it's probably got something to do with tarot cards, but I don't know what, so I'll leave it on the board. Could it not just be completely random and coincidental? Well, I'm looking at all, all of them now in the line and I can't see any patterns. And when I was playing um, Blackjack yesterday, this is the question that actually came up when we stopped playing the game and just started arguing about the cards and the yeah. theories involved well, with I'm it. So I said, forget this, I'm going to ring James tomorrow and get the answer. Well, uh, pressure's on now. I shall, I shall do my damnedest. Often, often these have, have their roots in tarots and, and, and sort of cards from the past. But I'll find out. Uh, seriously, we'll get that. V, thank you. Coming up to 12.15, quick recap. Andy's up first after the travel news. After Andy, it could be you. What would happen? Exactly what would happen if every bit of ice in the world were to melt? Why don't babies and mothers have the same blood type? What are the big cats you can see from the A41, A1 sort of area? Why can't you taste anything when you've got a cold? And why do the picture cards in a pack of cards all look in different directions. Jacks, 50-50. Queens, all the same. Kings, 75-25. 12 Louise Knight is in the LBC 97.3 Travel Centre. Thank you, James. Starting in Harold Wood, where the age... It's 20 minutes of 20. Do you hear my little voice of my five-year-old there? Going, 20, Daddy, 20. 20 minutes after 12. This is LBC 97.3. Mystery Hour is upon us. Let's just crack on, shall we, I think? Uh, Jim's in Hendon. Jim, question or answer? Uh, Say again? An answer. Hello? 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 Are you... <laughs> go, on, go on, Jim. An answer, James. Good, great. Now, in your own time, sir. <laughs> the reason why the cats are there on Five Ways Corner is that's where Jaguar's head office used to be. 
Um, and it's now Honda, I believe, but it was Jaguar we were always there, and that's when the cats were put in. So they just they 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 left Jaguar. them out. Wouldn't have been head office, but it would have been the London HQ. I think they were based no, in. It was, the... it, was their, it was their head office at one stage. Well, they're based in Birmingham. Were they based in the Midlands? No, it's about fifteen years ago, James. This is. 15, 20 years ago. Those fair cats enough. have been there for about that long. Yeah, fair play. I like that. Qualifications? Uh, I've just grown up in the area. I lived there most of my life, and I've got one up on the wife, which is great. <laughs> I've got one up on the wife. You haven't got there yet, my friend. Oh, I'm going to tape it, James. <laughs> well, get ready. This is for you, Jim. <laughs> Thank you. You've made my day. <laughs> That's really something that tickles me that because I was listening. We work in a building where there's loads of radio stations, and, and they have one of the music stations on in the lift. And I heard someone winning a competition on there this morning, and it, got, it was something like a holiday in a car. And she actually sounded less excited than Jim did for winning a mystery hour out of applause and getting one over on his wife. Happy days. Andy's in Croydon. Andy, question or answer? It's an answer, James. Marvelous. Uh, the mother. Blood baby question. Why would a baby um, and its mum not have the same blood type? Yes. Um, the, they, they have completely separate blood systems, a mother and a baby. The umbilical cord doesn't supply blood to the baby. Ah. Um, the blood group is determined by genetics, so it's either from the father or the mother. It will be one or the other, so it won't necessarily be the same one as the mother's, but if it isn't the same as the mother's, it will be the same as the father's. Qualifications? Um, we spoke yesterday, my son had leukaemia, so I know a hell of a lot about blood. <laughs> I can't remember a more, what's the word, Con- convincing set of qualifications than that one, Andy. That, uh, it's a, it's a, a happier note which allows me to offer you this. Good work, Andy. Take care, mate. James is in also in Croydon. Mystery Hour in Croydon. We could almost confine it to Croydon, judging by the switchboard today. A lot of mysteries in Croydon. What's your mystery, James? Uh, I've got a question. Yes. Um, so why is it that only humans and dolphins, uh, they're the only species that have sex for pleasure? Where, where did you pick up this information? Oh, I've just read it in a few places, and I've, uh, I've, really? I've, heard, I've heard it on the telly as well. You, I'm not sure if it's just a rumour, but... A rumour? Mm. A rumour is something like Wayne Rooney might be going to Arsenal. That's a rumour. <laughs> Dolphins and humans are the only species that have sex for play. Why do other animals do it, then? I, I say that's, that's, that's my question, really. But I don't think it's a premise on which a plausible question can be built. It just, just doesn't sound true to me. Mm. If it's not pleasurable, why would any other creature do it? Maybe it's just uh, in an eight sense that they need to they that they need to reproduce but do they do it for for but it must feel theory? nice even for a panda no oh, well okay. i want to put it out there I, I have you ever been to longleat yes don't those monkeys look like they're enjoying it mm, yeah they enjoy ruining your car a bit more well still oh, we'll we'll change our hobbies as we age you so uh, you want me to put on the board why are dolphins and humans the only species that enjoy sex yes please but I don't think it's true. Well, I say I, I, I don't know, but that's that's what that's what I've that's what I've read. That's what the okay. uh, the consensus is out there. I don't think it is, mate. But we'll find out. We'll find. We'll find. I mean, how do they know? How, who, who, I mean, who spoke to the dolphins? I don't know. I mean, I'm interest, I'm as interested as anybody. Yeah, I just I can't see the. I don't know how we got here. If you see what I mean, not <laughs> not sort of, you know as a species i don't know how we got i don't mean 
in terms of ontology or, or the cosmology. Or, but how did we get to the point where we can even ask the question, given that there's no way we can work out how dolphins would communicate this information to us, or indeed why any other animal, not in the categories you describe, would indulge in sex if it wasn't pleasurable? Hmm. I still, I, I, I still would like would like an answer for the, for oh, the all question. Right. No, fine. Okay, it's your show, James. It's absolutely, just I'm just a I'm just a just a tool, a conduit, a vessel. Can you help James out on oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three? You can't. You can you possibly think that I didn't say that on purpose? Honestly, <laughs> Andrea's in Horsley. Andrea, what would you like to say? Hi, I feel really bad phoning up because it's a slight correction oh, on no. the mother-baby blood group question. <laughs> oh, it's not as if he was really happy to get a round of applause <laughs> or anything, is it? <laughs> Go on. Um, he said that uh, if you weren't the same blood group as your father, then you would be the same blood group as your mother. doesn't quite work like that. The different blood groups are you can be A, B, A, B or O. Oh. And um, it's to do with the antigen, which is just a sub... Um, a substance on the red blood cell membrane. Yes. And if you, for example, A, B, and AB take precedence over O, yeah. because O has no antigen. So if I'm blood group A, mm -hmm. then I'm either, this is really complicated, but I've either received an A and an A from my mother and my father, yeah. or an A from my mother and an O from my father, yeah. or an A from my father and an O from my mother. Yeah, but you're still A. Yeah, I'm A. But then, if my husband is B, a, B. And he, yeah, yeah, then the baby could be A B, A B, uh, A, A, B, O, or O. It's just it's like Mendelian genetics. It's a bit difficult to describe it. If you write it out on a piece of paper and do the combinations. Don't be so patronising. How dare you describe <laughs> Mendelian genetics no, as hard... How dare you describe Mendelian <laughs> genetics as hard I'm to sorry. understand? Did you realise that this is London's most listened to phone-in show for a reason? It's we have right. Mendelian <laughs> genetics for <laughs> breakfast, madam! It's trying to picture the... the um the picture in your head, if you know what I mean, just trying to do. No, the well, it's about it's it's right about now. precedence, isn't it? So it's yeah, it's actually a, exactly. it's a bit like trumps. One trumps yeah, the other. Exactly, exactly. There you go. I've brought it down to base level. We're talking about trumps now. <laughs> um, and and th so so you, it is possible to to have a blood type that neither of your parents have. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you a round of applause as well, Thanks. but I'm but I'm not going to take away. Was it Andy? No, no, I'm no. Not, it's no. Good answer. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't want. Oh, hang on. What are your qualifications? How, do, how come you're such a clever clogs? I'm a doctor. Oh. Well, you better have a round of applause then. Thank you. Hassan is in Kensington. Question or answer, Hassan? Answer, James. Marvellous. Uh, why do uh, you not taste anything when you have a cold? You know, whenever anyone rings in on Mr. Aaron, they begin their question with the words, why do? I always wonder whether the day will dawn when someone rings in to say, why do fools fall in love? <laughs> whether or not we get any meaningful <laughs> answer. I don't know why. It's just like a brain worm. Why can't we taste food? Why can't you, we taste were, things when we've got a cold? You were kind of on the money when you tried to answer. Yeah, but um, Anyway, the uh, the taste buds in the mouth are responsible for kind of basic, sweet, sour, bitter, so on. Um, most of the taste uh, that we perceive is from uh, receptors in the nose. Uh -huh. um, and these receptors become inflamed and swollen and don't do their job when we have a cold. And even if you take medicine, um, that just eases the sort of mucus and whatnot. It very it doesn't do much for easing the inflammation of the um, in the nostrils. So we, that's why we still can't taste anything. So 
that's my answer. That's pretty strong. What are your qualifications? I've had a cold. And I asked a, I asked a doctor friend of mine because <laughs> I was really annoyed. I, I hate it. There's no point eating. Um, but it also, I mean, on the plus side, next time you've got to take some medicine that you don't like the taste of, just hold your nose and the same principle works. Sorry? The next time you've got to take medicine that's disgusting, if you hold your nose, the same principle works. Yes, yes, very true. Think, yes. of, it, think of it as a silver lining, Hassan, a little gift from me to you to go alongside your shiny new Mystery Hour round of applause. Thank you. It's coming up to half past twelve, so we've done the blood types. What would happen if the whole... All the ice in the world melted. We've done the Jaguars on the A41. We've done the nose and the taste. How, how, what, what, do, what do we know about the direction in which the royal, the, royal the, the picture cards face, the faces on the picture cards face in a pack of cards? And oddly enough, the dolphins and humans question, judging by some of the texts and emails coming in, almost did make sense. I'll tell you more in a moment. This is LBC 97.3. I am James O'Brien. It is 12.30. This is London's biggest conversation with James O'Brien. It's 26 minutes to one, and this is LBC 97.3. Mystery Hour is upon us, your weekly opportunity to get answers to the questions that have had you befuddled for the longest time. And uh, we've answered loads so far. It's always good to be on Twitter for this bit, because if, I mean, if you read the tweets I'm being sent, how do you do that? You just have to do a search under at Mr. James OB. It's very, very funny. I can only retweet a tiny amount of it because I'm sort of busy presenting the programme. But even more than usual, it's always good to be on Twitter during the show because I can only touch on a, a fraction of the communications we receive, a fraction of the phone calls we receive, a fraction of the emails, a fraction of the text. But you can see all of the tweets can't you? Um, whether they're sent to at LBC973 or whether they're sent directly to me at Mr. James OB. Of course, in the latter category, you also, I don't know if this sounds like an inducement or not, but you also see the ones I reply to, join in the conversations long after we've come off air. Speaking of which, yesterday an awful lot of people tweeted me about the calls we took in the second hour of the programme with regard to cancer um, and asked whether or not we could make one or two of them available. We have done. If you follow at LBC973, you'll already have seen this. If you don't, then I will retweet it after the programme today. It, it, it sounds a little bit uh, voyeuristic, but I promise you it isn't. If you're listening, you'll know exactly why we did what we did. But the, but the call that we selected to to clip and, and make available as a sort of uh, mini-podcast is, is almost guaranteed to make you cry if you missed the original conversation. Lighter matters now, hopefully, although it would appear that there's some sense in the question about why humans and dolphins are the only species, the only creatures that have sex for pleasure. I, I still don't quite get that. Still want to know about the faces on the picture cards, on a pack of cards, and the direction in which they face, and I would also like to know what would happen if all the ice in the world were to melt. Peter is in Chiswick, God's own country. Question or answer, Peter? <laughs> um, question. Carry on. Uh, lottery scratch cards. We don't think... do that in Chiswick, Peter. They do in Sainsbury's, right. <laughs> in, in, um, um, when, you, when you've got these big ones, like win £4 million, there's four top prizes of £4 million. Pounds. Yeah. Those games have been out for ages, like years. I've never heard of anyone winning it. So, uh, they change these rules all the time. You go into shops, they change them every couple of days where they run out. I don't think the big ones are out there yet. So, really, it's like force advertising. They're saying you can win £4 million. Pounds. You can't if the ticket's not out there. If what? it had been out there, it would have been won by now. Because they change the rules so, so often. What do you often. mean they change the rules so often? I don't understand. No, not the rules. The reels in, in the shop. They oh, go the reels. Like the reels. Yeah. You mean they change? They're always ah. changing, changing. So are those £4 million tickets out there? If they are out there, they would have been certainly won by now. Because it's just a game of luck. And I, and I don't think none of them have been won. 
So I don't think they're out there. So they're, they're sort of like false advertising. You can't win the money if the ticket's not out there. So you know, I think you've got it the wrong way around, mate. Because right. I'll I, I, I tell you why. I remember a story, oddly, from about six months ago, which was about all the top prizes on a scratch card had been won. And they were still selling them. And they got into trouble because all the £4 million oh, right. prizes had been won and they were still selling them with the thing on it saying you could win £4 million. So there's 25 top prizes and then 100 second prizes and 1,000 right, okay. third. You mean like that, yeah? Yeah. All the top prizes had been won and they were still selling them even though it would have been impossible to win a top prize because all the top prizes had been claimed. I, I don't think that they would be holding them back, as it were, in the way but that you describe. Even way, it's dodgy. Well, it's a scratch card, <laughs> mate. What do you expect? Yeah, but if you buy it, it's got you can win four million pounds, and you can't win four million. But you pounds. can win four million pounds if 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 if, uh, if if the ticket is is out there somewhere. You only need one ticket out there at one time for that to be true. Okay, but look, what like you said, if they've all been won, yeah, but they got into bother for I that. They got busted. They got busted for that and got changed. They, they took that That's particular true. scratch card off sale. All right. Okay. I can't believe I know so much about scratch cards. I've seen you buy them. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm go can I take the round of applause? Yeah, go on. Yeah, <laughs> nice one, Peter. And good luck. <laughs> Hannah's in uh, Cumbran, I think. Is that, did I pronounce that right, Hannah? Yeah, that's right. Um, I've got a question. Go on, then. If you were in space for a long period of time, say, like, five years, would you age? Would you age? Yeah. What? what? Because... I was watching a programme the other day and somebody was in space for, like, 30 years. Yeah. Like, obviously one real, and they didn't age, so would you actually age or no? I, I, is there, apart from the programme that you saw, is there any other reason for thinking that you might not age if you were in space for a long time? No, not really. No. I just thought... So it is just that fictional programme that you saw that yeah. made you wonder whether this would happen in real life? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you could have phoned me up and asked me if an elephant had really big ears and would be able to fly. <laughs> They might not age. So. <laughs> well, an elephant <laughs> with really big ears might be able to fly. I saw that in a film. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I have this terrible problem, Hannah. Would you mind if I told you about it? Okay. The more I take the mickey out of someone for asking a question that strikes me as stupid, the more likely it has turned out in the past to be that the question wasn't stupid at all and I end up looking like the stupid one when another caller rings in and points out that the question was actually quite clever. Uh, see? Well, no, hang on. That hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I, I can't think of any reason why you wouldn't take, apart from the lack of gravity, so so your skin wouldn't be dropping as much, perhaps. But everything else that contributes to ageing would be exactly the same. Right, okay. But I, I'm not accepting that as an answer yet, though. You're not accepting my answer? No, not On, yet. No, right, so whose answer would you accept? Um, I don't know, Some somebody's got... Um, an astronaut, perhaps. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, then I didn't consider that answer, yeah. Oh, well, OK, Hannah. <laughs> I'll, see, I'll see what I can do for you. Hannah wants to know, if you went to space for five years, would you age? That, oh, hang on. Stay, Hannah, are you still there? Yeah. Stay, don't go away. Dave's in Crawley. Dave, what would you like to say? Hi. Uh, the closer you go to light speed, the slower time goes, uh, according to Einstein's theory of special relativity. Yes. So if you're going really fast, like between planets, then you would age slower than you would on Earth, but if you were just in space moving at a normal velocity, you would age normally. So, you'd have to be in a state of perpetual motion to slow the ageing process? The, 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 fa 
faster you go. You can do it with an atomic clock. They did this on Concorde. If you put an atomic clock on Concorde oh, and fly that. it to New York and back again, it registers a different time to an atomic clock that didn't move by, by an infinitesimal amount. Of course. So the answer is not, you wouldn't be able to see any difference, but theoretically, for the period of time when you were travelling at top speed, you would be ageing a little less quickly, a little more slowly than you were if you'd stayed on Earth. Well, that's right. Say, for example, you travel to Alpha Proxima, which is the closest star. It's however many light years away it is. Uh, if you did that at light speed, it would take you a couple of years there, a couple of years back. By the right. time you got back to Earth, everybody on Earth would have aged a couple of hundred years. Are you, are you keeping up with this, Hannah? Because I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah, well, sort of. <laughs> oh, hang on. Are you, are you absolutely sure? Alpha yeah, Proxima. You lost me at Alpha Proxima, Dave. <laughs> The closest star to us, as it may not be our crossfire, but if you went to a star that was close to us that was a couple of light years away and you travelled at light speed to get which there... We, which, of course, you can't do. Which you can't do, and the reason you can't is that time slows down, and because uh, acceleration is a function of time, the slower that time goes, the harder it is to accelerate. But an astronaut in space now will not be ageing any more slowly than you and me. Nope, they'll be going... At, as long as they're travelling at the same velocity as us, they age the same way we do. So, Hannah, the thing is, right, you think that's yeah. a good answer, don't you? Yeah, because yeah. he, he used yeah. all the fancy words, and, yeah. he, and he blinded you with science, and he <laughs> threw in some baffling... All he said was what I said. <laughs> okay. Just in a slightly more roundabout way. Okay, well, can I have yeah. a clap for that? What? <laughs> can I have a clap for that? Well, Hannah, who gets the round of applause, me or Dave? I go Dave. Oh, get out. Come on, <laughs> then. Thank you. No, thank you. Carry on. It's 12.42, it's LBC 97.3. What else are we still... The humans-dolphins question is going to have to be answered. And I thought this would be the easiest. What would happen if all the ice in the world melted? Rob's in Windsor. Rob, question or answer? Question, please, James. Come on, Rob. Aircraft. Uh, when an aircraft's in trouble, he calls Mayday to yes. the air traffic controller. He does. Obviously, he's in trouble. Mm. Prior to that, though, he says to the air traffic controller, Pan Pan. Does he? P-A-N-P-A-N. Are you sure? Um, Oh, I'm led to believe. Okay. I just want to know what the origin of the Pan Pan, where that came from. Why is that? Where, where, where did that come from? Pan Pan? Pan Pan, yeah. P-A-N-P-A-N. It's sort of prior to uh, the Mayday call. What's French for panic? Um, don't know. Didn't it do can't French be Pan, speech, can it? Because that's French for bread. See, Mayday comes from the French for help me, doesn't it? Mayday. Right. Mayday, what? Mayday. Pan... I was thinking of the French thing. Why would they shout bread, bread? Unless it's like a really convoluted rhyming slang for brown bread, dead. Pan, pat, no, that's not working. Are you sure? Where do you get your information from? Um, years of plane spotting, I suppose. And they say pan, pan before they say, why don't they just say mayday straight away? I, I don't know, James. That's why I'm bringing it up and asking you the question. Pan, pan. Yeah. Okay, then. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Thanks, James. I've never, I've, I've never heard that before, though. Has anyone else ever heard that before? No one else has ever heard that before. I'm not calling you a liar. Twelve forty-four. Wayne's in Basildon. Wayne, right, right? Wayne often moves at the speed of light across the mystery house switchboard. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? You're right. Mustn't grumble. Question or answer? It's a, uh, a question. Come on then. Um, when I was younger, uh, yeah. we always used to get this thing called breakfast slice. Did you? Um, yeah. And it was kind of like a poor man's bacon that my dad used to get all the time. And it was always in the shops everywhere. Mm. Um, and you used to have it with a fry-up and whatnot. But now it's just disappeared. Like Can't spam? Find it like tinned, tinned processed pork? 
Yeah, yeah, but it was in strips, so it was like it was like bacon. But I can't find so it. It was absolutely disgusting. <laughs> it was lovely. Really? <laughs> yeah. What's your question? Uh, where is it? Well, it's, got, it's, it's been replaced by cheap bacon. No, no, it's, it's literally, I can't find it anywhere. Even no it one wants it except you, that's why. No, it, it, was, it was quite a sort of popular meal. Bacon. Yeah, for people who couldn't Good afford on. bacon, Wayne, no offence, but now bacon's cheap, everyone can afford uh, it. Hang, hang on a minute, this is when I was a kid, this was my parents who couldn't afford it, not me. All right, well, that's why I said no offence. <laughs> but, but breakfast slice? Breakfast slice, yeah. A breakfast slice, and what, did it come in a tin? No, it came in a pa- it came in a packet exactly like bacon. How do you know it wasn't bacon? Because it said breakfast slice on the front. Yeah, but on it, the, it, the front. it says Daz on the side of buses. It doesn't mean they sell it inside. It might have been a breakfast slice of bacon, as opposed to a thicker cut of bacon, which would be more like a gammon, and that would be yeah. your dinner slice. You know, you know when you mock a question. Yeah, yeah, I think that's going to happen. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right then, that's fighting talk. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up yourself. I'm not looking it <laughs> up myself. I'll break all the rules of mystery hour. All right, well... What happened to Wayne's break? So this question is, we've, we've covered, like, the blood types, we've done Mendelian genetics, we've done uh, astonishingly sophisticated uh, uh, analyses of uh, uh, the, the thing that makes your nose not work when you've got a cold. <laughs> and now you want me to ask a question about breakfast slices? Yeah. All right, then. What happened to the breakfast slice? It's 12.46. 7.3. 10 minutes to 1. This is LBC 97.3. Lots of people ringing in about the uh, the pan-pan question. Why do pilots, before saying mayday, say pan-pan? So uh, hopefully Jasmine Campbell is going to give us a definitive answer because the switchboard is slightly swamped at the moment by people responding to the same mystery. Jez, question or answer? Hi, James. It's an answer to your pan-pan. Yes. Uh, it, it is derived from French in the same way mayday is. Is, is French and it's uh, pan as in P A N E, which is French for it's used to indicate a mechanical breakdown. So what you're effectively saying is breakdown, breakdown. So it means it's broken, emergency... doesn't it? Pan, pan, pan. Uh, broken, yeah, yes. breakdown, broken. It's one. It's an emergency that is in the emergency list. There's three of them. Mayday is the most severe. That means an imminent danger to life. Right. Pan, pan is an emergency where there is no expected danger to life, so a mechanical failure, which yeah. is stopping the pilot or the captain operating normally. Uh, there's one below that as well, which isn't really used in aviation, which is security, which is uh, basically it's a safety message, um, used both with aircraft and with shipping. <laughs> Can you say security again? Security. Security, security. Not security. No, I know, security. I know, I don't... It, 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 Jones, Jones, the engineer, was finding it amusing. I don't know why, Jess. Just... Oh, I do. I thought it's too easy to give Jones a tickle. You're, yes, you're right. He is he's grateful for small mercies. I, I think I know the answer to the next question, don't I? What are your qualifications? Uh, qualifications are two for this one. Uh, one, I, I'm an air traffic controller since the, since the original caller after yeah. the aeroplane, so I'm also a commercially endorsed yacht master. So I've got it for both marine and aviation. What was the second bit? I'm a commercially endorsed yacht master. Blimey. So, well, um, that'll do. So. I, that's what I believe is known as belt and braces, isn't it? In, 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 Hopefully. In, in, that, that's an idea, and it's earned you this. Thank you very much, James. You're most welcome. Desmond's in Angel. Desmond, question or answer? Question for you, James. Go on. Hi there. Um, my son was asking me a question. Yes. When a candle is lit, there is no smoke, but when you out the candle, smoke comes out. Why is that? There is smoke when a candle's lit. 
we, we can't really see it. You, but you, if you held a piece of white paper six inches above it, you'd see the paper would quickly turn black. Yeah, I agree. But um, from his his point, why do you get that? Why do you get that belch of smoke when you extinguish a candle? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. It's a stranger. I couldn't. I was thinking. I couldn't answer it. No, it's a good question. There, actually. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Let's both make slightly quizzical noises for a couple of minutes. (laughs) I was enjoying yours, so I found myself joining in. Hmm. Yeah, it got me scratching my head. Well, I'm scratching my chin. I'm, I'm, I'm stroking my beard, actually, at the moment. Oh, While well, I ponder that one, it's got a sort of, hmm, typed... Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to... I, I can't think of the answer. No. You're on. Yeah. What time is it? 12.53. Well, fingers crossed, eh? All right. Thanks a lot, James. No, thank you. Especially, I mean, for your son, really. We should get an answer to that. Quickly. 0845 can you please help Wayne find a breakfast slice? We've done pan-pan. We still don't know what would happen if all the ice in the world melted. Desmond's son needs to know about candles. And humans and dolphins are the only species that have sexual relations outside the mating season, seems to be the consensus. So, as I predicted, I was wrong to mock the questioner. Do we know why? On 08456060973. Liz is in stains. Liz, question or answer? Uh, it's a question. I know it's late, but it's a question. Well, we have fingers crossed, eh? Yeah. Um, I've just come back from a holiday in Florida, oh, and nice. um, it was nice, actually. Um, and I'm sure lots of people who've been to that area and probably other places see these tiny little light aircraft buzzing around them all the time, uh, advertising things. They've, yes. got tra- they've got trails behind them. You know, they've got the um, banners that yes. they have behind them. Joe's Crab Shack, you know, six for $12 and that yes. kind of thing. Yes. And massive ones. Some of them had really big advertising hoardings for insurance companies. Yes. And I'm in, I'm in aviation, as in I fly, I'm, I'm cabin crew, actually. And I sort of look at planes and think, how on earth does that take off I can understand it taking off and sort of unfurling yes. something, but I couldn't, for the life of me, work, work out how they could then land again without actually just sort of dropping the thing. Now, do they just drop it onto a runway, or does it refurl back into the something? I just couldn't work out how that works, physically. Can't they furl it back up again? Well, yeah, you'd say that, but the, but the, the plane was flying along, which was tiny, and then it had a big sort of bar behind it, which was actually bigger than the plane, which then had this big banner behind it, which sort of... So to furl it back up, that sort of big bar that was hanging behind the plane that, that made it stand upright, as it were, that would still be there, and that would surely interfere with the landing process of the aircraft as it hit the runway. Well, you're right. We should have, I mean, asked... The, the last fellow, was it Rob? The yeah, he was the yeah, yeah, We don't get it at Heathrow very often, though, the trailing, the, the advertising behind. I don't know whether all the, you know, we're not used to it as much in this in this country as they are in America. They've got so much open sky that just, they just buzz around all day. Um, and I just, I thought maybe somebody might know. Well, where are we now? 12.55. Come on. So we just need someone <laughs> who's done it, really, don't we? Apart from Nigel. Oh, we've seen it at an airfield. Yeah, there must be people who've, who've seen it at an airfield with a plane coming in, what it does we, when we, it's we, finished. Anyone except it. Nigel Farage, because he, he gets quite trauma- <laughs> traumatised when he remembers, of course, his very unpleasant experience in exactly the circumstances you describe. In fact, wasn't it something to do with the banner that caused the plane he was in to, to, to fall out of the sky? I think. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't pick up on that, but that no. wouldn't have been a bad thing. 0845 if you can answer that. Or uh, the humans-dolphin question, uh, is it true, uh, to start with? If so, why have we been the only species to evolve in a way that enjoys sexual relations outside of the mating season? What happened to Wayne's breakfast slice? And what would happen if all the ice in the world melted? We're never going to go. 
And the other one, um, cards, faces on cards. What decides the direction in which they face? Lindsay's in Woking. Question or answer, Lindsay? Answer. Go on, then. Um, it's regarding the breakfast sausage. Breakfast so slice. It's slice. Yes. Breakfast slice. We had it all the time as children when we were growing up, and my mother really liked it, and it's not really very nice. But my mum still buys it in Sainsbury's. Really? Yes, regularly. Can you describe it, just so we can be sure? Yeah, well, this... it's like a sort of a... It's like a processed... cross between a sausage and a bacon, really. Right. It almost looks like a salami. Yeah. But it doesn't taste anything like a salami. No. <laughs> but it's sort of... And it's cut in round circles, really. Right. It's sort of like quite a big disc... And it's vacuum-packed, and it's sold with things like the ham and the bacon and the sausages. But you, they, they don't really sell it anymore, except in Sainsbury's. And every so often, my mum resurrects it, and I think, oh, well, I'll try that, and it's vile. Does it crisp up when you cook it? No, you don't cook it. You eat it cold. It's not the same stuff. It's not. I think it is. You no, know, Wayne cooked his. Well, I think you could cook it, but you certainly can eat it as it... It's What's it called? What's the stuff your mum buys in Sainsbury's I called? Think it's called? I think it's called a breakfast... It's either called a breakfast sausage or a breakfast slice. I think it's a breakfast sausage and that's a slightly different thing. Maybe. I'm going to give you a round of applause anyway. Thank you. Because <laughs> it would just be rude not to. I was giving you squeezing a couple more. John's in Hampshire. John, question or answer? Uh, just a quick answer to quick your, the quick banners quick. dropping yes. off the aircraft. I saw this on holiday in Portugal where they, the, uh, the aircraft goes over a grass strip next to the runway and releases it onto the grass. Then they swing around and then they land. Round of applause for John. And, oh, fantastic, it's Professor Hal in Brighton. Can you do it in 30 seconds, Professor Hal? If you blow out the flame, the wick is still hot and it allows the wax to burn, but not completely to burn. Instead of burning to carbon dioxide, which is completely transparent, it burns to carbon, which is soot, and that causes all the smoke. Round of applause for Professor Hal. <laughs> Just in case you're new to Mystery Hour and doubted our intellectual credentials, even... Professor Hall is indeed the Professor of the Public Understanding of Science at the University of Brighton, and so in the top 500 contributors to Mystery Hour. Uh, we'll do it again tomorrow morning from 10. I'm James O'Brien, this is LBC 97.3, and this is Julia Hartley-Brewer.